Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. This is Haja Dalwal. And this is Mick Pletcher. Hey, Mick. Back again. Yeah. Um, so how's things been, Harjit? It's been real busy, man. You know, uh, I you know I had a few trips too. Um, I obviously we had Ignite and and um, I was at um, in Dallas for IT Dev Connections and um, all sorts of things like that. And you know we'll be heading down to uh, the MMS um, conference in Phoenix and then finally to uh, Tech Mentor in Orlando. So to finish off the year, so it's going to be busy. Oh, sounds like it's uh, going to be a real exciting end of the year. Oh yeah. So, anyways, so let's uh, let's um, uh, track back to um, uh, the PowerShell user group meetup that you recently attended in Chicago. So you met up with the organizers, right? Yes, um, uh, Francisco Navarro and uh, Bonnie uh, Runamas. Hope I'm pronouncing okay. their names right. Right, right, right. So, is this is this something new that they did? I mean, is this something the the both of them got together and said, "Hey, let's let's uh, start a PowerShell user group." And yes, it it, it is. And uh, they they started this. I caught uh, wind of it on Twitter, and uh, and so I volunteered. I said, "Hey, you know, um, we've got an Amtrak station over uh, on the other side where our uh, lake home is." And I said, "How about I take a train up there to Chicago and." And help you all uh, get some publicity and and also speak up there for you. And we had an absolute fantastic turnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and um, uh, we did a show recently where you had a had a uh, an interview with uh, Michael Green, and and that was really really cool. Definitely. And uh, and you said you know you mentioned that Jeffrey Snowa did a Skype session, which was also another cool thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, I understand you did a interview with these guys too, right, Bonnie and uh, Francisco? I did, and uh, and it's a really great interview. They um, I interviewed them on uh, opening up the new PowerShell user group in Chicago, and we talked about some of the uh, you know difficulties they'll go through as as I've seen running the Nashville PowerShell user group, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a great interview, and I think um, um, it was definitely worth going up. Good, good, good. All right, so let's play it for, uh, for our listeners. Definitely. Hello, everyone. This is Mick Pletcher from the PowerShell News Podcast, and uh, this is another episode we're recording here uh, live in Chicago at the um, advent of the new PowerShell user group here. So we have three guests, and um, we're going to start right off and introduce them. Uh, one thing I did want to say was uh, Harjit could not be here with this uh, episode. He was um, unavailable, so but he will be back on the next one. Uh, want to start off sure. introducing yep. Bonnie? Hi, I'm Bonnie Renamos. I'm a senior systems engineer here in Chicago. I work for Brookfield Properties. Um, I decided I was going to start this group. Well, actually, I take over from uh, Trevor Sullivan. Hi, Trevor, if you're listening. Um, and uh, I didn't have a venue at the time. I didn't have support. I didn't have um, anybody to help me get it started. Uh, so now that I'm with a new company, I have a venue, and um, actually just based off some tweets, I found some assistance from uh, Frankie over here, Navarro. <laughs> Sorry, I call him Frankie. And uh, here we are. Uh, we had a really great turnout today. I mean, really, we had 55 registrations, and we had about 50 people attend. Um, it was even less of my, I thought it was going to be half of my colleagues, but it was actually less than that. It was a lot of people from outside. Um, all here physically present and focused and they were all paying attention I feel like everybody got something from that 
um, yeah and so I would like to keep it going and hopefully you know we can keep people's attention and keep the attendance like this and of course we had the drop-in from Jeffrey that was great uh, it was really awesome really I'm really I'm really really happy right now cheesy all the way <laughs> <laughs> hi hello my name is Francisco Navarro I'm an enterprise consultant uh, contributor to uh, learning program a learning platform uh, techsnips.io and um, I pretty much uh, was looking for a group and uh, it turns out that I, I ended up being a co-organizer to the group and I'm glad that, that uh, the Chicago um, PowerShell group is revived now but um, I'm happy to, hear, I'm happy to be here. Hi, I'm Trevor Hess. I'm a Lead Partner Solutions Architect at Chef. Uh, I am a 10-year Chicagoan. Uh, and I've also been tried starting a PowerShell group in Chicago before and failed completely of my own volition. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really awesome to see a group get started. And I'd love to keep being involved. Yay. We would love having you involved. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, I, and I'll tell you, I mean, we were just astonished at the number of people that showed up here uh, tonight. Absolutely. I know uh, Michael Green was here and, um, of course, Jeffrey Snover was there. Um uh, Hermont was uh, on, yep. uh, and so it was, wow. It was a PowerShell tour de force. It sure oh, yeah. was. Yes. So, I mean, I was just blown away by the number of people. Uh, I came up from Nashville and wanted to uh, help get you get it off to a good start yeah, for you absolutely. all. So yeah, Thank you so much, Mike. That's really, that's, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just wowed at how welcoming and helpful and just awesome the yeah. PowerShell community is. Well, we, you know, the thing is, we're uh, we're trying to help people advance their career, and PowerShell is one of those uh, avenues that they can take if they want to last in IT. I mean, uh, let's get real. Every, everything in IT, especially in the Microsoft environment, is is based on PowerShell, and you've got to know it. And and our main prerogative is is let's get out here and help the community, help motivate people to learn PowerShell, and. Um, for long-term um, job security, growth, many things. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I want to keep this going. I want to keep the format. I know the beginning of the group was a little slow, but I, I know that I had some audience members and people that are going to watch the recording that are just beginning. And so I thought I, that was perfect. Yeah, I really, really just want to, I just want them not to get, discouraged and I don't want them to feel overwhelmed or feel like it's too hard or so for a little context the the, or the way that the the group was organized tonight uh, the beginning of the of the meetup was a intro to, to PowerShell and kind of going over some of the the fundamental basics which is just so great for anybody who needs to be welcome to the community I thought I just thought that was fantastic yeah thank you yeah I think um what I was looking for is it's probably exactly what everyone was looking for in that room. Um, they're looking to be exposed. You know, it's a lot different uh, from going on YouTube or reading a book, even though the, the book can be very well uh, thought out. Um, but being exposed to other community members or other people in the industry um, uh, congregating for the same thing, and in this case, be PowerShell. Um, and, and the fact that PowerShell encompasses many other technologies, I think. Uh, again, being exposed to to uh, a live audience group um, and even the the networking that's done at the very end 
right, getting to know other peers and so forth, I, I think that's um, one of the greatest benefits, right, of, of the group. I think exposure um, or getting exposure through the group is, is, is key. So. And I, and I completely agree, and that's what Jeffrey Snover said in, uh, when he was on uh, live there, is he pointed out, you know, not only are you helping the community, but let's say you decide to move careers in IT, become, let's say, a security expert. Maybe you're doing SharePoint, and you know all these other people that, uh, that you've connected with in the PowerShell community, and that's a huge uh, help to you, to them. Um, put your name out there in the community. You know you're helping others. And um, Absolutely. just it's 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 great all the way around. It is, it is. Um, I actually plan on um, taking something. That Michael said Milwaukee's a little closer than St. Louis, but I was actually um, I couldn't make the last Milwaukee group, but I actually plan on attending his next Paul's next group since it's only really an hour from my house. Um, but I do want to support all the other local communities too. So. I totally agree with that and I don't know I just feel like what goes around comes around what you give you get back so um, I try to give as much as possible and I I got back <laughs> totally got back tonight it was awesome absolutely I, I completely agree it's um, I think you all are off to a great start and I know I'm trying I came up here to try to give you all some tips on because I run the uh, Nashville PowerShell group and some of the you know the do's and don'ts that I've learned over the years since we created it and uh, hopefully can benefit you all yeah duly noted and well appreciated so thank you Mick. Yeah, running a meetup is not easy no. I, I was one of the co-organizers of the Azure the the former I think at this point Azure meetups in Chicago and keeping the attendance up can be Difficult. challenging. Yeah. Figuring out the right cadence. Well, yes, and, and a lot of people want to, um, a lot of people are looking for remote anymore. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that, that plays a role in this too. I mean, you know, long commutes anymore, some people just can't make it. And so, yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of challenging things that, um, like for instance, if you uh, look at Mike Robbins uh, in Mississippi, he runs completely online. Uh, there is no real physical meetup, and um, you know, there's a lot of lot of different areas that uh, things components to the PowerShell groups that um, you got to think about. Yeah, yeah, and if there's anybody out there that has any suggestions or wants to present or wants to help co-host or wants to come up and join, I'm open for all the help and suggestions and assistance that anybody's welcome. Absolutely, to and and that's a perfect. Um, uh, point that you made because there need to be more people um, saying, "Hey, I want to get up and and present something new. I've come up with a new um, yeah. a, something new that I want everybody else to know about to share in the community." And it's a great way. And and you know there are a lot of people that are afraid to get up in front of an audience and speak, but you know what? You got to start somewhere. And I can tell you right now, when I first started speaking, I was not good. <laughs> and I, I did a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the oohs, ahs, and all. Yep. And it just takes practice. And you just got to finally say, hey, I'm going to get up there. I'm going to do my best. And just practice. Yeah, absolutely. It took, I think I warmed up after about a minute. <laughs> no, I, I, it up there. I help myself by telling jokes. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely, uh, it's something that we, we can all improve on there's always something we can improve on right oh absolutely <laughs> I, think, I think if you take the time to look for a group whether they're online whether um, they're local um, please do um, again it's to get exposed um, and if, if you feel like you want to get 
rid of the introvert in you, then, you know, please, um, I think all of the community members that I've um, encountered in other groups have been very helpful, um, very open, and, um, you know, they're willing to, to, to help and provide any tips or tricks or ways and methods and to, to again, try to get over the hump of being that introvert. It's, it's a really awesome experience, um, you know, uh, and there's many avenues you can take to do it, but eventually it's to, to deal with that one thing, the, the introvert in you. So, yeah, please, please come around. We're here as well. And most meetup groups, and uh, if I'm wrong, correct me. But most meetup groups are are usually very open when you submit talks. If even if it's not the exact right fit, they'll talk to you about how you can like how you can just slightly tweak the topic you want to have to make it a little bit more appropriate. So don't be afraid to submit. Most of these meetups are going to be more than willing to help you do the talk that's going to be most effective for you as well as the group you're speaking to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing I really liked about uh, your all's group up here was, so last year Brad Anderson at the uh, Microsoft Ignite had the golf cart talk um, sessions he was doing and I and I got on one of the rides with him and, I, and he wondered, what, what, are you, what do you want to ask me? Because his thing was, ask me any question. So I asked him, I said, well, what do we do about the Nashville PowerShell group? And, you know, it's kind of slacked off. We don't get the attendance like we used to, uh, which was something that I had uh, talked to at the Ignite before that uh, to a few people. And, and they were like, yeah, this is happening nationwide. Well, what can you do? And Brad had a great uh, strategy that you I saw you all were following. And this one right off was your first part of it, cover your um, the basis of PowerShell, learning it you know for new people because not everybody at the PowerShell groups are going to know um, you know be expert coders mm -hmm. so then your last half cover something on uh, like an expert yeah. mid mid level to expert level at that point yeah. and they and as he said he said that's a great way to get both parties in it and of course there's some other tricks you know have some food have some giveaways <laughs> yeah, um, ask for um, vendors like uh, some of the book booksellers uh, they will volunteer uh, copies to you to for a giveaway at these these events yeah. um, and, and he had some really great points and, and I loved seeing you all do that yeah. um, on, on the um, starting the beginner and then going to the more advanced in this one I think that was a great strategy thank you and then the so what I thought about afterward so I got approached by a lot of people that are willing to present so if I give everyone a turn to present guess what they're all gonna stay engaged exactly I pretty much keep the same rotation of people so um, the way I was thinking it, too, is if I'm going to have everybody presenting, I also allow them to use their venue or use their office. So I already have our other people volunteering their office. So I don't have to be the only one to host. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, that'll keep people engaged. That'll keep people coming. And um, 50 people is overwhelming. And if it keeps growing, then I'm definitely going to have to increase the cadence, as you mentioned. But um, if I keep everyone involved, then everyone will keep returning. Because mm -hmm. as long as people feel like they're a part of something, they want to be in it. You Definitely. Know? If they feel like they're just somebody in the back and they don't have any anything to share or anything, you know, they don't feel welcome, then they probably won't come back. You know, but this way everybody has gets something out of it. Yeah, because uh, like at the uh, the Nashville group, I mean, we we got to the point where we would have something like my specialty is system center configuration manager. If I spoke on that we get maybe a handful of people show up because most people don't 
do SCCM. If uh, we did, uh, hey, here's is for beginners, we would usually get a really good turnout of it. So that was something I thought was very interesting. There was really there was one question I noticed where there where I, where I think we got a sense of the the experience in the room. I think that was when you asked Frank about uh, chocolatey. How many people knew what chocolatey was? And only a few people raised their hand. Yeah. Which is which, which is interesting because you know in the space I live in, everybody talks about chocolate. Everybody mm-hmm. knows about chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned going to uh, Bonnie, going to Trevor Sullivan's meetup a few years ago. Yeah, I feel like I didn't see. I saw hardly anybody, but maybe you, that was in that same group. It was as very well. small. Yeah, it was very small. He only had one. Yeah, and then he left. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it yeah. just seemed like there was a lot of new PowerShell community members in the room. Well, PowerShell since then has really grown. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's al- that's always going to be the case, to be honest, right? We have, you know, the, the youth coming in. Um, no one really used at my job chocolatey until I presented it. Um, and that company's been running since 2001, and even PowerShell is very, very limited. It's only when, you know, the customer system requires it or... Uh, VMware requires it. There's something not in the GUI, or, or you're trying to um, get a bunch of um, output back that that's because um, you're running some sort of audit. That that's when PowerShell comes into play. But PowerShell can come into play um, even at a more novice, uh, you know, uh, arena. I guess you you even if it's just to run daily admin tasks, and and uh, I think this is what what the group's trying to do, right? We're trying to, to get people more um, engaged with just the shell yeah. itself. Open it up, you know, run a few commandlets, you know, run help and yeah. and so forth. You don't have to open CMD anymore. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> Let it die. So for your group, tell me this. So are you all going to be having this on a monthly basis? Well, I th- my idea was to start quarterly, um, mostly because winter's coming, holidays are coming. I want to completely skip over Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's that's coming up. So I think sometime in January, uh, we'll do another one toward the end of January and then gauge how that goes. And then if I still get another large group, I'm going to try it, it, it like in March. And then if I still get a large group, I'm going to do it again in May. You know, like we'll see how it goes. Um, there's so many things to cover. Um, especially with the beginner stuff like I know there was a couple people in there that were beginners I know off the top of my head and as soon as the beginner stuff is over they left you know because when they started getting into the chocolatey started getting a little intimidating for them <laughs> so even though chocolatey is kind of a, like a beginnerish thing because you can grab all that stuff and you know put it in or whatever but I just for them it, I think it was overwhelming but people get intimidated by command line they do mm-hmm. and I've seen it firsthand with people that I've worked with especially older people um, they think it's something that only programmers do, you know, and they're like, well, you took developer classes in, at Northwestern. You, you know, you know Java, you know Python. I'm like, yeah, but that's not, you don't even need, the, it's nothing like development. Developers laugh at PowerShell. Like, seriously, some real developers, like, laugh at PowerShell. They're like, that's not, that's not a coding language. It's not a developer language, you know. Like, no, it's a scripting language. It's an automation tool. It's not. It's, we're not trying to be Python, you know. We're not trying to be Ruby or freaking. Ask see, them again in six months. But mm-hmm. see, so that's the other thing. <laughs> it's really moving, like really, really moving. And so, you know, they, I think people have stayed away from it. But you're getting a lot more interest from people that typically thought, you know, eh, 
Microsoft. Well, that's what uh, I did a, um, an article. Uh, I was interviewed for an article in IT Pro Today, and that's what they were talking about. I think it was back in March now. Uh, is PowerShell a real language? Well, they were actually asking about programming languages. PowerShell wasn't included in the original article. Yes. And then they asked yeah. me to, uh, they interviewed me for and uh, asked me specific questions. Why would PowerShell be, is it a, a language? And, and pretty much now it covers almost all the um, yeah. requirements for a language. Yeah, it totally does. I mean, so right, like, I guess I hadn't thought of it that way. It's, it's, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, it's, I'm wowed at where it's come from. Really wowed. Well, like, I always thought of it as a scripting, like, like as a language, because I come from a .NET background. Okay. And so I'm used to just being able to drop in and say, okay, here's my object. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do, because it's just C sharp. But yeah, I guess at this point, it's got enough constructs on top of it that, yeah, it would be a language in its own way. Yeah. Definitely. I think so. Well, guys, I'm, I'm really glad that um, uh, I was able to come up here and be yeah, with y'all. Thank, thank you, Mick. Mick's so yeah. awesome. So, well, <laughs> just trying to promote it a little bit here in this area. So, you know, I think that's going to be about a wrap for our episode here. And um, and maybe, you know, later on, maybe next year here, I can make it back up and yeah. we can all do another episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. That was so good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, everyone, so that uh, concludes our episode here of the PowerShell News Podcast. Again, uh, Harjit couldn't make it in this episode, but we'll be back in the next one. And uh, that's a wrap. You can reach me, uh, Mick Pletcher, at Mick underscore Pletcher on uh, Twitter. Cheers. Until next time, I'm Haja Dalwal, and you'll find me on Twitter as at Hooch, H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm Mick Pletcher, and you can also find me on Twitter at Mick Pletcher, at M-I-C-K-P-L-E-T-C-H-E-R. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>